Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back to Youth and the Youthful. I'm your host, VP. And I'm Mommy. And we're back. We're back. We took, a, <laughs> I guess, a little break, kind of. I mean, we. I say this every episode now. Um, it's just been extreme. I know for There's me, so much going on. Busy. Like, we've been back to work now two days a week. Right. And after working home remotely for almost almost 18 months it's um it's an, it's really an adjustment mm-hmm. even if you're working at home three days and working in the office three days it's a it's a mental and physical mm. ad- adjustment mm-hmm. and these last couple of weeks just been kicking my butt mm-hmm. so kicking our butt and then on top of just regular living yes so we're back yeah um for me too i think that's definitely what it is the mental and physical and then i had kind of like a quarter life crisis and i think i think people my age in this time with the pandemic with everything going on we're all like kind of all over the place we're kind of like what's going on what's happening besides your age though yeah that's true that's true (laughs) but i think well for me i was gonna say like career-wise i'm like I don't know what to do. I don't know what what I shouldn't do, where I should go. Like, and I kind of have like a, I have these moments where I just kind of go crazy and like just do things. And I um, got a part-time job. <laughs> um, so I've been working part-time as well. So besides mm-hmm. getting used to going back to the office, um, I'm also working more than I was pr- previously. Mm-hmm. Um, so this July has, or last July, or this past month, mm-hmm. <laughs> has been really really crazy and a lot of adjustments um and like you said besides just regular life um which i feel like i haven't even been living i feel like i've kind of been in just the go to work come home figure out what's going on with my life bubble mm. and i'm starting to kind of get out of that so um yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it, again for me um you know thank god i worked we worked Mm-hmm. you know from throughout the pandemic like we we worked and it was busy the whole time you know we we we, we lost staff and um people are not coming back to work now and people took packages people retired mm-hmm. so you were doing double triple yeah you know quadruple work at yeah work. that's the other thing and um the work is not you know it's when it's not physical I, I tend to I believe that mental work is a little more difficult. Physical yes. work, you yes, you're you're using your body, you're right. working, but there's a mental drain yes. or a mental tiredness that you and it's crazy. And yeah, you're in front of the screen, and then you know, with the way pa- the pandemic has it, since everything is online, mm-hmm. people don't respect schedules, so they don't factor in breaks. And we have, I have like eight and nine meetings a day, mm-hmm. and then you still have to work. Mm-hmm. So not complaining, just stating that. Right. Just trying to incorporate all of that and then going into the office and having to do the health check and making sure you're sitting in your mask all day and washing your hand a hundred thousand times a day. It's just, it's a, it's an adjustment. Yeah. It's an adjustment. And I know when I go into the office, when I come home, I crash. Mm-hmm. I am. And so I don't know if it's even, uh, not just a physical thing. Cause I get about 13,000 steps in when I get to work, mm-hmm. but moreover a mental and emotional thing, because you want to make sure that people are, are wearing their mask. And so you have that, you know, 
constant got to make sure I wash my hands and don't touch this and and it's just it's an adjustment yeah an yeah that's that's a valid point for me too I mean I I did have work last year mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm probably the busiest I've ever been though mm-hmm. and it's a blessing and a curse because mm-hmm. I wanted more responsibility I wanted more things I'm so glad that I'm learning finally more about what my unit does mm-hmm. that I've learned more about what happens in my unit in the agency in the last four months or however long I've been doing this position now than I did in the last three years mm-hmm. <laughs> which is insane mm-hmm. um so there's that too and then yeah the toll I think also just the toll I think at least for me, realizing the toll that the pandemic took on us of staying inside and mm-hmm. being in this, you know, the same, seeing the same four walls and not seeing people. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's it too, the shock, not even shock, but the adjustment and the realization of like, wow, I haven't seen people in a year and a half. Like, it's just so much at once, I think. Yeah, I mean, and we were sedentary, you know, and it's interesting because when I worked in, in Manhattan in the Chrysler building or when I worked down in four-wheel trade, you know, I, I commuted every single day, mm-hmm. train and bus and walking every single day. And I did not realize what it did, the, the toll mm-hmm. it took on my body mm-hmm. until I stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. You know, not going to work five days a week, mm-hmm. not walking up and down the stairs, not walking around the, the airport, and then just walking up and down the stairs here or maybe in the basement. I mean, it's nothing compared to what right. our work is. And you don't realize the toll it takes right. being sedentary. I mean, even though we did go for walks and try to stay active, we weren't. We were only in a certain circumference, yeah. you know. And so it's all adjustment. Yeah. But, and, and we're trying to handle it yeah and last thought on this for me too like you said about the mental the mental drain Mm -hmm. it's i think that's like i'm realizing how much how strong that is because Mm -hmm. the part-time job is i would say a little bit more physical Mm -hmm. it's less thought which is great because Mm -hmm. after work i'm like this is amazing like even though i'm working Mm -hmm. i don't have to think like if i do think it's not to the level that i have to on Mm -hmm. the nine to five and it's 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 just nice (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. just nice and it's a different kind of recouping with the physical versus the mental and the mental is rough especially Mm -hmm. with dealing with everything else on top of it yeah and just my last thing to this like you said you know people are are really not just adjusting to going back to work but just also again trying to figure out what what they want to do like you know two days at home three days or three days at remote and two days in the mm. office do i want to go back to work five days a week mm-hmm. do i want to continue doing this position you know shout out pixie for the promotion and she's in the same quandary like do i really want to do this mm-hmm. so that's what i was like it's not all a um a, a millennial mm-hmm. a thing i think with the disruption of our life the way we knew it to be mm-hmm. and now trying to restructure and adjust to what it currently is it's it's a lot mm-hmm. it's a lot yeah. going on well, I'm glad we we're back. <laughs> we're back. I'm glad we mentioned that. I think yeah. th- this helped me realize like how crazy this last month has been. I mean, I, I realized it, but also like it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the top what we wanted to talk about today popped up because we were um, we went to celebrate a family friend's um, wedding anniversary, right? Wedding anniversary. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Years. 
Say that again? 30 years. 30 years. Um, and on that note as well, if you have any topics for us, please let us know. Um, it is nice when like a topic or a thought or a conversation kind of just happens naturally mm-hmm. for us to speak. But it will be nice to see what you guys think or um, what other topics you want us to discuss. Um, so we were at the wedding anniversary party. And I just was listening to the, one of the daughters speak about um, seeing the relationships up and down. And I was like, oh, maybe we should talk about love and like how our thoughts on love are like how we perceive it and all that stuff. Um, And also we looked up our love languages. So we're going to talk about that, too, on how we kind of differ in sharing um, how we feel about each other. (laughs) You know, it's really interesting because I think, you know, that is a topic that people are always you know, questioning what is love, you know, what exactly is love? And there's all kinds of love. I mean, if, if you are spiritual, there's an agape love, which is, you know, the kind of love that God has and, mm-hmm. you know, without question, without no give and take, no if or or, it's just agape love. And then you have um, people just wonder what it is. So um, the five love languages. Um, well, well, do you want to talk about the, do you have any thoughts on the wedding anniversary party? Um, <laughs> no, I was, I was really happy. I, I missed, it was wonderful, first of all, seeing people, because again, we hadn't seen people, and um, Tim and Danette were celebrating their 30th wedding anniversary, and um, I was there when they got engaged, mm-hmm. so it was, um, it was really nice to see, and we've been friends for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a beautiful thing to see. And, and, and again, in relationships, there are ups and downs. You mm-hmm. know, you have kids and they see it, and um, which is a good thing because they can, too, know how to work through, you know, relationship woes or mm-hmm. things that will go up and down. But I just wanted to give the background to the five love languages because it, it was created in 1992, mm-hmm. which is really not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And um, um, Dr. Gary Chapman um, is the doctor, he's a psychiatrist and he was seeing, um, his patients and he noticed a theme when there was a problem in communication and he noticed a theme, a theme. So he started to research and he created these five love languages because he saw that people, people's misunderstanding and communication was in the way that they expressed love Mm -hmm. and expected love or what they defined as love Mm -hmm. to them Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because prior to this most people just thought if I'm kind if I'm honest if I'm gentle if I'm loving if I'm caring if I'm all these things that that would fulfill Mm. what a person would need Mm -hmm. and um, with the five love languages it let people know that you're not supposed to love somebody the way that you love Mm -hmm. you have to love them in the way that they need to be loved so um it's really interesting, and you can go online and you can take the five love languages um, quiz just to see which are the most dominant in your um, relating. Mm-hmm. And the five, um, I guess, areas of five love languages are words of affirmation, which of course is somebody complimenting you or letting you know or encouraging you, quality time, um, physical touch, acts of service, and receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it in a, in a relationship, all of those things at some point 
are important Mm -hmm. and some are more important to people and some are less important to people and it's interesting because i um i was gifted this beautiful five love languages book from timothy thank Mm -hmm. you what's up timothy and um in 2000 it must have been 2013 when it first came out because i saw it i'm like oh i wanted to get that and i mentioned it and he sent it in the mail so thank you very much and it's interesting and it makes sense because as you grow the percentages or the things that are most dominant will alter they can yeah (laughs) mine didn't that's why i'm saying that well, when did you take it? Um, I don't know, like five years ago. Five years ago, and when you were twenty-one, mm-hmm. and now that you're twenty, you're twenty-six, mm-hmm. and you took it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think you know your body changes every ten years, right? So, um, I mean, yours changed, and it was only how many years? Three? My, five years. Five. I took it in two thousand thirteen. Yeah, so I took, took it time. again in two thousand eighteen, and I took it in twenty twenty one. And I think uh, also too, a lot of it has to do, I in my belief, to do with you knowing who you are, because a lot of times you know you're trying to figure out how to love somebody else and at your age and you really are in the process of defining and and who you are and loving yourself so i think in in those spaces it, it may expand or or decrease but i found that the the quality the the five love languages the three that were most dominant were always most dominant but the numbers or the percentages changed for me um like in 2013, um, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch all tie with the same number. But the, the highest was quality time. Mm-hmm. In 2018, um, words of affirmation and receiving gifts tied. But the highest there was physical touch. Mm-hmm. And then in 2021, um, 2021, physical touch, acts of service, and receiving gifts all tied. And then the highest in there was quality time. And again, to me, it makes perfect sense since I haven't seen people mm-hmm. in over a year. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the three dominant were always the three th- three dominant. So I, I, I think for me, this was almost like finding a, a, um, a pot of gold. Because when, again, you're saying, you know, if you love someone the way that they need to be loved and not the way you like to be loved then there's an understanding there mm-hmm. you know there's there's no room for miscommunication mm-hmm. um because i'm telling you this is what i want and this and you provide this is what i want mm-hmm. then there's no room for misunderstandings and you know you know strife or or not that i think disagreements are good because it brings out things or it opens up things so you can have those conversations to clear the space but knowing how to love someone or to give them what they need is that that to me is such a gift mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um i i mean i yeah i don't i don't know i the one thing when we were at the the wedding anniversary i was just thinking about how well one how love is being a choice right that was that was the the thing that i initially wanted to like discuss like how just choosing choosing that person right because when i was like listening to their speeches and stuff and like obviously with relationships a lot of time 
externally what you see is the good stuff right especially with social media like mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't know the ins and outs of the people's relationships mm-hmm. and the fact that in the speech like with the daughter she mentioned you know I've seen the, the good and the bad because obviously living together like it's different you're going to see different sides mm-hmm. and I just I guess just think it's great to see that choice see the people two people choose each other mm-hmm. every year co- like constantly even the good and the bad and obviously like you know those are usually wedding vows mm-hmm. um but i don't know it just it just makes me think like you know how moreover like how how and it's nice when you know that's a person that you want to continue choosing with if that makes sense but then it's like you know you could choose with anyone to an extent obviously not if they're if they're like abusive or something like that obviously that's a different situation but continue just continuing to choose you 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 said it's good when you know that that's the person you want to choose continue choosing continue choosing but that's where the choice is because and I don't I, I don't know that that is like okay well I know that I'm going to choose Jessica but I think that's where the love is is when you when you choose the people for who they are and who they aren't mm-hmm. right I've said that before in the past and also when you choose people you choose the good and the bad mm-hmm. you choose it all you choose it all so when when you have a dip you choose that too because if you don't choose that that's where the, the strife will come in. That's where the disagreement will come in. That's where the upset will come. But in choosing it, mm-hmm. then you can work through it. You can you can you can you know get through it. You mm-hmm. can speak about it. But if you if you're standing in, well, I can't believe this is happening, or I don't believe you did this, or I all of that is not choosing what it is. And I think that when when you love somebody, you know, just like you said, it's something that you. You constantly choose, but not in like, I know this is the right person, so I'm choosing that. Do, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? It's like you you love the person and you're choosing them mm-hmm. and you're choosing it. But what is love? <laughs> because like, I think something I realized recently for myself too is that like feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Like feeling a certain way and... feeling a certain way like feelings change and like as you grow as a person and who you are and what you want feelings feelings change and like my feelings about my like friendships or what I want in a friend or how it feels to be happy or how it feels to be comfortable like that has all changed in the last like year and a half with everything going on Mm. does that make sense like like how i used to feel about things and how i feel now are completely different so what like you can choose to love anybody right Mm -hmm. but how do you I guess you choose like this is the person I want to create a life with and continue choosing with forever. Well, I think that it 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 comes with your, you know, what are you committed to? Right? I think it comes back to in choosing someone like just just accepting it all. Mm-hmm. And when you make that conscious choice like this is my person, you know, until and if 
like you have boundaries mm-hmm. or you have, you know, deal breakers mm-hmm. until those surface or may not surface. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, to me, I don't know if the choice is so like every morning you wake up, oh, okay, I'm choosing Jessica. You know, <laughs> I don't know if it's that so much, but maybe when those difficult times come is when the choosing comes. Because if you're, if things are great mm. and, things, and you're not having any, why do you need to choose? Mm. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted sense. to look up what is love, right? So, and this is from um, Very Well Mind. Love is a set of emotions and behaviors characterized by intimacy, passion, and commitment. Mm. It involves care, closeness, protectiveness, attraction, affection, and trust. Love can vary in intensity and can change over time. Mm-hmm. It is associated with a range of positive emotions, including happiness, excitement, life satisfaction, and euphoria. But it can also result in negative emo- emotions such as de- jealousy and stress. Yeah, I think the whole concept of love is just so interesting. <laughs> it's just really, and, you know, it, it, it's, there's so, it's, there's a lot to it than just, obviously, mm-hmm. the, more than just choosing, you know, it's, mm-hmm. there's a lot to it. Yeah, so, so this article still, it goes on to say, when it comes to love, some people would say it was one of the most important human emotions, yet despite being one of the most studied behaviors, it's still the least understood. Mm. Love is most likely influenced by both biological drives and cultural influences. Mm-hmm. While hormones and bi- biology are important, the way we express and experience love is also influenced by our personal conceptions of love. Right. So that brings us back to the five love languages. Right. So the things that we find or that are relative to us as how we define love, mm-hmm. when we see those things expressed, mm-hmm. then voila. Mm-hmm. then it's love and when it's anything other than that then it's not mm-hmm. but again it's the this book um helped me to see mm-hmm. that just because the definition for me lies in those five way ways and in the order that way for someone else it doesn't so mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that it's not love mm-hmm. it's just not the kind of love that i require mm-hmm. or or want mm-hmm. so it's just a very interesting the book was really good mm-hmm. it was really yeah. good um, when I took the test, both times, the the main thing for me was acts of service. And when I realized that, when I took it five years ago, I was also blown away. I was like, whoa, that makes so much sense as to why. Especially, like, dating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone did something for me, I'm in love with them, basically. <laughs> okay, no, not, <laughs> no, you, you know how I am. Mm-hmm. Not in love with them, but basically, like that to me show that they care basically Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. um all the other stuff like i don't really care like i do care about gifts but i don't care about gifts Mm -hmm. i care about um words of affirmation Mm -hmm. and i do care about quality time physical touch is not on not the top for me either Mm -hmm. like so physical touch and gifts are like at the bottom Mm -hmm. and then acts of service quality time and words of affirmation are the things that really allow me to feel loved that's really interesting because um yeah like for me i i love gifts because i'm a gift giver so in giving Mm. gifts i like to receive them as well but if you don't give me a gift but if you spend an hour in the card store and buy the perfect card that to me is 
you know, it's wonderful. Like, cause you know, I always tell you a little time, like you didn't give me a card mm-hmm. because for me, I def- cause to take the time to, mm-hmm. to make sure that the card is applicable. Mm-hmm. It's not like you ran in there in the last minute and pulled something off the shelf. Mm-hmm. That to me is, is an act of service cause mm-hmm. you took your time to mm-hmm. do it. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that's all encompassing, I guess for me, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I, I I'm I'm a tactile person. I've always I, I touch strangers, and I have to since the pandemic remind myself don't do that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm very tactile, so um, physical touch is something that's important to me, um, and absolutely quality time. Mm-hmm. I just even if it's just spending twenty minutes on the phone, just laughing and guffawing, or just spending time. Mm-hmm. Any kind of time to for me, because the only thing I really have that belongs to myself is time. Mm-hmm. And if you take that time from your day to want to spend it with me, that means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And that's not just in a, in a um, intimate relationship. Those are in friendships and mm-hmm. everything else. I That's important for me. Yeah. And, and it really, to me, defines love. It's That's interesting about quality time because I like spending time by myself like so, so much. That I do agree, you know, when someone wants to spend time with me, I'm like, that's really nice. Um, but I also like to spend time with myself. <laughs> like, it's, it's a, I think it's a weird balance for me. You know, yeah, I mean, I like to spend time by myself, too. But I can be so content in a room with somebody I want to be with. That's true. You yes. know, like yes. you and I sitting in the room doing our own thing. That's good for me too. Yes, because yes. one, like I, like I always tell you, thank you for wanting to be around me. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of thing. So, I think a lot of our quality time too is just like running errands. I think that's that's a well, I don't know, maybe for for me, it that's fun. Like because like mm-hmm. you said about um just sitting in the same in the room, mm-hmm. but like I'm thinking like you know when we, granted I hate grocery shopping, but when we go me when we too. go to the store or just just we like driving around yeah day. exactly <laughs> like driving around just like doing the small mm-hmm. things like that's what is that would that, would that be quality time or is that is that also an act of service i guess i'm thinking now that some things are both yes yeah or it could be more twined. than one mm-hmm. Absolutely. yeah so that's i guess it's also an act of service so mm-hmm. it's like act of service slash quality time because mm-hmm. for me it's like okay even though i'm just going to the store like you willing to just ride with me like that and yeah just be there and doing nothing like mm-hmm. you said like that is the act of service is mm-hmm. is awesome like even yesterday when i asked you to run out to get um i was doing hair. <laughs> um, i was doing pixie's hair to run out and get another pack of hair just in case i didn't mm-hmm. have enough and the fact that you you will i don't know if you were upset about it but you were like <laughs> okay you jumped up you went and you did it and to me that's an act of service mm-hmm. and that's you know allowing me to finish you know what i had to do mm-hmm. so i appreciated that very mm-hmm. much so yeah it's it's i mean when you stop and think about it and break it down and see how much time you spend in doing those things either for others or in or, or in receiving them it it makes it very interesting because yeah. it really does give you a better perspective or a more visual mm-hmm. i guess even of what i'm doing air quotes love is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and then i think even too the fact that you're you want to know what the other person's way of showing love is and then actually doing those yes. things because like you could know and just be like okay well that's not how i you know that's not how i give love or receive love so and not do that so but, then what that so then to me that says that you're with the wrong person yeah or that person's with 
you know the mm-hmm. wrong person mm-hmm. because and again and it, and there's nothing wrong with that right so right. you can't get mad at somebody if they're they they're if someone you're with doesn't like physical touch <laughs> then that's not the person you, and that's something that you need then that's not the person that you can be in an intimate relationship with mm-hmm. you know and um and that's okay you know it's and and that to me again is a, a the type of communication that's needed first and foremost because if i'm not somebody who you know wants to give you words of affirmation like i just i'm not com- communicative that way or i don't i don't feel like stroking your ego or whatever it is you should know that and then you know too because your your person and this is an intimate um setting shouldn't be your everything mm-hmm. Right. But in these five ways of loving the three most dominant or two most dominant or you or one most dominant, if the person you are intimate with can't provide that to you, then that's not the person for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that makes uh, to me life easier mm-hmm. and knowing it. I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, too, but I, I remember one of those years when you did it and it was like physical touch was one of your top ones. Mm-hmm. And I mean, after I. It just clicked, obviously, because you were always, like, a tactile person, but I'm, like, the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. And did you I was, did you notice that I started to be more yes. tactile? Okay. Mm-hmm. I told you every time you say that. <laughs> I yes, I guess, because you would, like, you come in and you say, give me a hug, mommy, or yeah. you rub my arm, yeah. and, or rub my back. Yes, and I absolutely noticed it, because when you were younger, I didn't, you didn't at, all. at all. Yeah. So Because I'm, I'm, like, not that way yeah. at all. Like, even when you, like, play with my hair and stuff like that, and I'm just, like... I would like cringe a little bit just because I don't know that's just not but and, I understand and just that's your love that would make that hurt me oh, but again I know I, know. I, I understood I, I began to understand and having conversations you know I began to understand but yeah it was like oh <laughs> she doesn't I'm love me <laughs> not that she doesn't love me but you know somebody cringing when you're you know yeah that's a, that's a hurtful thing yeah and um i just wanted to make sure you were okay yeah and you were okay so so it was like okay well it, it's funny you know of all the things i'm a tactile person yes. and i have a child that doesn't like to be touched yeah god got jokes but um yeah so it's uh, and yes i did notice you the the uptick mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. when you come and just lay on me so like, am i heavy <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um yeah. i do but um, what what is your top one? Words of affirmation. No, acts of service. Acts of service. Well, I, I don't. I you know do everything I do. for me. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say I got that hands down. Yeah, so. yeah, you do everything for me, so that's not a problem. <laughs> not everything, but yeah, and I don't mind it. I like. It's interesting because I, you know, I feel that we were created to serve, right? Serve and worship, and I think that um, in serving, I, I like doing things for people. I like doing things for people, and I was talking to Pixie yesterday, but because we're planners, mm-hmm. and people always seem to, you know, look to you like, when are we getting together? Mm-hmm. When are we getting this done? And because things are so hectic, and because grown folks is like pulling teeth if they want to do something. Some mm-hmm. some people, some mm-hmm. people, and I get it. I totally understand it. But I'm right now in the mind that I'm just gonna say. I'm going to be here at this place. Like I said to Pixie, we're going to set up a date. And I'm a, I know that there will be several people absolutely who will be there. Mm-hmm. I'll extend the invitation to everybody else. And whoever shows up, great. Mm-hmm. Because just in the, the bandwidth that I have right now, I don't have for the whole pulling and the tugging and, and, and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. But mm-hmm. I enjoy doing things for people. I enjoy... Um, 
sending cards or, or stopping by or sending gifts. Those those things I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I think for the most part, the people receiving it enjoy it as well because <laughs> no one said stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I do think it's interesting now realizing that some things are more than one, like mm-hmm. fill more than one um, area mm-hmm. of the five love languages because... Um, like for me if someone needs me to show up somewhere i'll be there and that's Mm -hmm. like the active service that i you know i like doing that supporting people Mm -hmm. like my friend wrote a book i'll buy the book i'll be at the book signing like stuff like that but if someone were to like ask me to cook for them i'd be like you know what i'm saying because you you don't cook (laughs) yeah i mean i think i would like i would i would think about it you know or i would try or like I, I'm thinking like in an intimate relationship, I guess. Like that was something that I would be like, oh, can you cook for me? I'd be like, ugh. Like I would kind of, I would do it, but there's other acts of service that I'm willing to do more than others. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And and it's nothing wrong with saying, well, you know what? I can't cook. But <laughs> I, mean, I can make try, breakfast. I can but make I, breakfast. Right. If you want some bacon and eggs, I'm down. Waffles, Wait, that's waffles. easy. <laughs> well, not if you're making them from scratch. No, but not yeah. from scratch. <laughs> We're getting ego. <laughs> It's so funny. But yeah, I mean, you can just say to him, um, look, I want to, you know, I'm not an excellent cook, but I'll try. Yeah. And it can be a fun thing. And maybe we can do it together. Yeah. You know, things like that. So, yeah, it's it's um, something you had said. Oh, for me, because I, I used to tell people I love mail. And when I think about it, it's because I said it serves two pur- purposes, you know, because I like I like getting things mm-hmm, and, and I like, you know, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm, like so if mm-hmm. I'm reading something and somebody sends me a card in the mail or a it's like I just, three in one. It's a whole bunch Acts of stuff. Acts of service, words of affirmation and, and getting, and getting receiving something. gifts. Yeah. yeah. So because I told people I love mail. I even I mean, junk mail. I tear it up right in the kitchen. <laughs> but still, I love getting things in the mail. And mm-hmm. that's why for me, I'll send a card or I'll mm-hmm. send a letter or I'll send a surprise package because I enjoy that and I like giving. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's an all in encompassing mm-hmm. so yeah a lot of them are dual yes yeah if not triple yeah Good well stuff. let us know guys what your um love language yes, your top love language take is take the test online and give us your percentages we'd love to hear from you mm-hmm. and let us know if you're with someone with their love languages and if you know knowing that has helped your relationship at all maybe well like you said knowing it and actually doing it right knowing it and like putting it into action if that has helped at all um quick update we are going to be doing episodes bi-weekly now for the next couple of months to give ourselves a break with everything going on and getting back into the groove and consistency of recording and uploading um so listen for or be ready for another episode in two weeks right is that right bi-weekly bi-weekly so, so not next week yes in two weeks not so next today week, is week the fifth right what's today Today's the eighth Today's the eighth Ooh. so in 14 days it'll be the 22nd <laughs> yes yeah, so that is when we'll be that's our new schedule for now and we will revisit it in a few months and I just wanted to say thank you to those who are listening, who are asking about the podcast. And uh, we found out that people don't listen in order, mm-hmm. that they jump around, which thank I goodness. guess topics of interest, <laughs> which is really good. But please keep giving the feedback. Most of the feedback we've been getting is not um, 
written. It's yes. verbally. So please keep providing the feedback. And if you write something down, if you hear something and you want to talk about it or something we said you want to address, please bring it up. And um, Aaron Kate wants us, Pixie, to do a poll. And the thing that mm. is, is is popular now is whether or not you shower or bathe your, <laughs> bathe your children every day. Ooh, what a topic. So we might put up a poll for that. Yes. Um, I know I mentioned this before about Facebook. <laughs> After this episode is uploaded, I'm going to just make a page. And then maybe that poll will be the first thing on there. Yes. And then you can respond. Yeah. And please, whoever wants to be our second guest, please let us know. And we can talk about what topics we want to discuss with you being our guest. Because mm-hmm. we'd love to see you. Mm-hmm. Well, rather hear from you. Rather <laughs> see and hear. <laughs> see and hear. Written or verbally. Words of affirmation. Yes. So, yes. So our quote for this week is... Kindness in words creates confidence. Kindness in thinking creates profoundness. Kindness in giving creates love. Five love languages. <laughs> love on someone. And that was by Lao Tzu. Tzu? Tzu? I don't know how to. Lao. He's a great philosopher. But anyway, thank you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Have a wonderful week. Next two weeks. um, Follow us on Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, You'll find the information for Facebook on Instagram. I'll post it soon. Um, Give us feedback. You know, talk to us. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye now. (laughs)